Shalom to all. Today's daf is Shabbos daf mem. We're starting four lines from the top. First one on the line, Itmar. The Gemara says, Itmar, cham chach mumer Shabbos. Hot water that was heated up on Erev Shabbos. Rav Amarav says, Lamacha Rechetz ben Kol Gufay, Ever Ever. Tomorrow, meaning on Shabbos, a person's allowed to wash his entire body limb by limb. Ushmul Amar Shmuel says, Laitir Lechetz El upon of Yadav Raglav. A person may only wash his face, hands, and feet. Mesve, the Gemara asks, cham chach mumer Shabbos. Cham. Hot water that was heated up Erev Shabbos Lamachar the next day Rechetz Ben Panav Yadav Raglev a person may wash his hands feet and face Avoloi Kol Gufay but not his entire body Chifted to Rav this is a refutation to Rav because Rav says you're allowed to wash your entire body Amilchar Rav Rav tells you Loi Kol Gufay Bebas Achas it's not referring to washing your entire body at once Ella Aver Aver it's referring to washing your body limb by limb asks the Gemara of Panav Yadav Raglev Katani it says in that Brisa your hands feet and face so we say no Kain Panav Yadav Raglev it's like your hands, feet, and face, the same way that when you wash your hands, feet, and face, those are each separate limbs, so too you're allowed to wash your entire body as long as it is limb by limb. Tashma, a different attempted proof, they did not permit one to wash on Erev Shabbos, one to wash with hot water that was heated on Erev Shabbos, Ella, pun of Yadav Raglov, except if it's just pun of Yadav Raglov, so you see it's not like Rav. The Gemara says, no, pun of Yadav Raglov, again, it's like pun of Yadav Raglov, the same way each of those are individual limbs, so too you may wash your entire body if it's individual limbs. We have a brisa that's exactly like Shmuel. Hot water that was heated up on Erev Shabbos. The next day on Shabbos, one may wash his face, hands, and feet, but not his entire body limb by limb. And for sure not water that was heated up on Yontif. And so we see that we have a brisa like Shmuel. Now, Rabbah Learned the opinion of Rav in a totally different way. Cham and Shachum Erev Shabbos, hot water that was heated up on Erev Shabbos. Lamachar the next day on Shabbos, Amar Rav, Rav says, Rechetz ben Kol Gufay, a person can wash his entire body at the same time, Umeshayer Ever Echad, as long as he leaves over one unwashed limb. Eisvikohani Tiyofta. So now we can ask all of these questions that we previously asked from different brises that showed that you're only allowed to wash Pan of Yadavaraglov. And now the Gemara says, Tiyofta, you're right, those are all refutations to Rav's opinion, because according to now, this new way of understanding Rav's opinion from Rabbah, it means you're allowed to wash your entire body. And if Abraissa tells me you're not allowed to wash your entire body, you're only allowed to wash Pan of Yadav there's no way of getting out of that. So it's a tiyufta on Rav's opinion in the way Rabbah understands it. Now, Amalei Rav Yosef Labai. Rav Yosef asks Abaye. Abaye was orphaned at a young age and he grew up in Rabbah's house. Rabbah was Rosh Hashiva, passed away, and Rav Yosef became Rosh Hashiva. So now Rav Yosef is asking Abaye a question about Rabbah's personal practices. Rabbah, Mika Avakishmaite de Rav, did he actually act upon the way he understood Rav, which means that he washed his entire body with hot water that was heated up on Erev Shabbos, just leaving over a limb. Amar Leh, he said, by response, I actually don't know what, what he did. Says the Gemara, Mighty Baile, what exactly was Rav Yosef's kasha? Obviously he didn't do like his opinion. It was refuted from all these brises. The Gemara says, Rabbi didn't know that his opinion was refuted. So the Gemara says, Okay, so if he didn't know that his opinion was refuted, so for sure he did like the way he understood Rav's opinion. Rabbi already told us, all practices of Mar, referring to Rabbi, he did like Rav, except for the following three things, that he passed like Shmuel, one may take tzitzis and move them from one bagot to another, 
ner l'ner. One may light one candle from another. And halachas like Rav Shimon regarding dragging a bench. So the Gemara says, no, the reason why Rav Yosef was asking is because Kachumri the Rav of it, he did like all the stringencies of Rav, but Kakuli the Rav of it, regarding all the leniencies of Rav, he didn't necessarily do. And this is a leniency of Rav, so that's what Rav Yosef was asking. Says the Gemara, Tan Rabban, and Merchat Shepkak in a cover of Shabbos. Literally, this means a bathhouse whose holes were plugged in Erev Shabbos. However, it's really referring to the bathhouses of old had a very large underground pit which had fires burning. Then there were vents that were taking this heat and transferring it to the actual bathhouse water in order to heat it. So if these vents were closed in Erev Shabbos, thereby not providing heat to the water that was in the bathhouse on Shabbos, so a person is allowed to bathe in this water right away because the water was not heated up on Shabbos. If these vents were closed in Erev Yontif, the next day, meaning on Yontif, a person may go in and steam bathe. Mezia is steam bathe. However, we're going to use the word schwitz because when people go into a sauna, in the old European terminology, it's called schwitz. And then a person can leave and he can wash himself off in the outer house. At this stage that we're discussing, a person was allowed to schwitz. However, he was not allowed to bathe in hot water and he was allowed to wash himself off with hot water. So he may go into the bathhouse area for the schwitz and then leave the bathhouse area in order to wash himself off in the outer area so that people don't suspect him of bathing in the bathhouse area. Um, Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda says, There's a story with the bathhouse of Bnei Brak, they had closed its vents in Erev Yontif, the next day, on Yontif, they entered, and they had the shvitz there, the Yatsu, then they left the bathhouse area, and they washed themselves off with the out, in the outer area of the bathhouse. However, the hot water of the bathhouse itself was actually covered over with planks of wood. And when the, this story came in front of the Chachamim, when they heard about it, Amru, they said, even, though, even if the water of the bathhouse wasn't covered over with boards, it would be mutter. Now, however, when the Avera increased, they stopped allowing a person to go into the bathhouse even for a shvitz. However, bathhouses of large cities, a person could stroll through them and we're not going to suspect him of going in through, for the Shvet because they're very large, open, airy structures that people would kind of just like taking a walk through. Now the Gemara says, okay, my Oivir what are these Oivir referring to? Originally, all the way in the beginning, people would wash themselves in hot water that were heated up in Erev Shabbos. However, the bathhouse attendants started heating up water on Shabbos and they would say no we heated up on Erev Shabbos so they ossered bathing in hot water however they still allowed a person to do the shvetz people would still bathe in hot water and say no we're just going in for the shvetz so they also ossered the shvetz however they still allowed people to bathe in the hot springs of Tiveria because they're natural and they're not heated up by fire people would still bathe themselves in water that was heated up by fire and they would say oh, we just washed in Chameteveria so therefore they asked Chameteveria and they allowed people to bathe in cold water that people were not able to handle this very broad takana of no bathing in hot water at all and the Gemara and Avodah Zara tells us that Chachamim are not allowed to make a takana that people can't stand by so therefore they allowed them to wash 
in Chamitveria, but Vizebim Kamimedes, however, the injunction regarding not going to the Shvitz, that stood and people are still not allowed to do the Shvitz. Amarava, and now Rava says, Haimanda Avrahad Rabbanan, a person that's Avrahad Halachad Rabbanan, Sharl Mikri Le'avaryana, you're allowed to call him an Avaryan, you're allowed to call him a sinner in order to dissuade other people from learning from him. Kiman, who's this like? Memo Bez on the top. Kaitana. It's like this Tana of this just previously mentioned Memra, the, the reason why they asserted bathing is because of the Oivra And what were these Oivra doing? They were just not listening to the previous Takanas Chachamim. So we say, even someone that doesn't listen to Takanas Chachamim is still called in a varian. Now, a small clarification of what we had previously mentioned. We said a person may stroll through the bathhouses of large cities and we don't have to suspect that he's actually going to go in there for the Shvetz. Amarav Rav says, Dafka Krachen. This is specifically referring to the large bathhouses or bathhouses of large cities but if small cities lie a person may not go in my time why not since this bathhouse is much smaller it's very very hot in there and a person most definitely will get a schwitz when he goes in there so obviously he will be under suspect from walking in he may only walk into the bathhouse of large cities but not of small cities a person can warm himself up to the fire then go out and wash himself off with cold water don't wash yourself with cold water first. Then warm yourself opposite the fire. Because you're warming the water that's on you. Even though you're not cooking the water that's on you, we're afraid you're going to end up just warming up a bucket of water to pour upon yourself. So therefore, only do the reverse. First, warm yourself up by the fire and then wash yourself off with cold water. A person could heat up a towel and place it on his stomach on Shabbos if he's having stomach pains. Don't bring a kettle of hot water itself and place it on your stomach on Shabbos. Perhaps some water is going to spill out and then it's going to be considered like washing yourself with hot water on Shabbos, which is Asr. This thing, even during the week is Asr. Because a danger, a person might take a boiling hot kettle and place it on his stomach, he could get burned. A person can bring a kettle of water and place it opposite a fire on Shabbos. Not so that it should get warmed up. Just so that the chill that it has in it, it's very cold, should go off a little bit. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says, A woman could bring a flask of oil and place it opposite a fire. Not so that it should cook. Just so that it should get warmed up a little bit. And he says, a woman can anoint her hands with oil and then warm herself opposite a fire and then take her hands that have this oil on it and kind of smear it on her kid and that's not a problem however taking a flask of oil and putting it near the fire just to warm is a problem now the Gemara is going to dissect these three opinions the Gemara asks Shemen Oil, Mahula Tanakama, what does a Tanakama hold regarding Shemen? Because Tanakama only, only told us something regarding water. What about oil? Rabbi Rav Yosef Damachavayu, Rabbi Rav Yosef Bosei Lehetera, the Tanakama is actually more makel when it comes to oil. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchakamar he's actually more machmir. The Gemara explains, Rabbi Rav Yosef Damachavayu, both of them say Lehetera that he's more makel. Shemen, oil, Afalpisha Yatsei Let Even if it reaches the stage of Yatsei Let which means literally that the hand recoils from it. And this is a stage where food or liquids are considered cooked at. Mutter, it's mutter 
to get oil up to Yad Zelet is by on Shabbos. Because every Tanakhama, the Tanakhama holds Shemin ain't by Mishum Bishol, is there's no problem of cooking oil on Shabbos because it's not considered cooking. The whole issue of cooking is when you take something and you change it for the better by heat. So water, which is changed for the better by heat, is considered cooking. However, oil doesn't necessarily change for the better by heat, according to the Tanakhama. So there's not a problem heating it up. Therefore, Tanakhama holds one may actually take a flask of oil and put it near a fire, not only to get warmed, but even if it gets boiled. The second opinion comes to say, No, oil is subject to the Isra of cooking. However, warming it is not considered cooking it. That's why a woman may take a flask of oil and warm it by the fire. comes to say, He agrees with Rabbi Huda that Shemen could be cooked, but they have shares there be shul, but warming it is considered cooking it, so you may not even place a flask of oil by the fire to warm it. Rav Nachum Bar Yitzchak Amar, he said, Le'isura, that Tanakama is more machmir by oil. Shemen, Afal Pisha'ein Hayat Seilat is by oil, even if it doesn't reach the stage of Yad Seilat is by Aser, it's still Aser. Kasavar, the Tanakama holds Shemen Yeshbe Mishum Bishol, that it is subject to cooking, they have shares there be shul, and simply warming oil is considered cooking it. Vasar Behuda Lameimar, Rav Yehuda comes to comment on the Tanakama and tell us, that warming oil is not considered cooking it, so therefore a woman may warm up oil opposite a fire. comes to say, There's a problem of cooking oil, and warming it is considered cooking it. Ask the Gemara, hold on, Tanakama are the same opinion, that warming oil is considered cooking it, so it's usher. The Gemara says the difference between them is if you do something in an unusual manner, literally, means like the back of the hand, if you do something offhandedly, Rabbi Shem Gamliel that had suggested that a woman may anoint her hands with oil and then warm herself opposite the fire, that's warming oil and that's mutter. However, Tanakhama did not make that suggestion, so therefore Tanakhama would hold its usr. I'm Rabbi Yudam Rashmul. Echad Shem Echad whether it's oil or water, Yatzalat is by usr. If it's Yatzalat is by it's usr. And Yatzalat is by if it doesn't reach the stage of Yatzalat is by mutter, then it's mutter. Ask the Gemara of Hechidam Yatzalat is by. How can we properly judge the stage of Yatzalat is by that your hand recoils from it? Some people are able to handle a lot of heat on their hands. Some people are not able to handle a lot of heat. So how can we judge what Yatzilet is by is? Amar Rechava, Rechava says, anything that's at the heat, that the stomach of a child will be burned by it, stomach of a child is very tender, and therefore, it could be if it could be burned by this, considered Yatzilet is by, this is a much more universal way of being able to judge things. Amar Yitzchak Bar one time I followed Rebbe into the Beres HaMerchatz, this was a Tiberian hot spring, and therefore, it was mutter to bathe in it, as we had said on Amar Aleph, I wanted to take a flask of oil and warm it up in this hot spring bath. Vamrlini told me no. Take take water in a secondary vessel, not the original bathhouse, the ten, and then you can warm up the oil on that. class. We learned three things from this. we learned that it actually is usher to cook oil. we also learn that a secondary kli does not have the ability to cook. Only kli rishain, something that the that the food was originally cooked and has the ability to cook, but not a klisheni. And we'll discuss this later when we really discuss Bishel. That simply warming something up is considered cooking it. That's exactly what Yitzchak Bar Avdimir was told. Don't warm up the oil in this klisheni. Warm it up in a klisheni. And we never even discussing heating up the oil. So we see that simply warming oil is considered cooking it. The Gemara says, hold on one second.
second, Hechi Avodhachi, how could Rebbe tell this to Rabbi Yitzchak Baravdimi? Vamarav Barachana Am Rabbi Yechanan B'chal Makam in any place Motel Hara. A person's allowed to think in Divrei Taira Chutz Beis Hamer Chutz Beis Hakisei, except if he's in a bathhouse or in a bathroom. And Rebbe was telling Rabbi Yitzchak Baravdimi Halacha. Vechitim, if you're going to say Blush and Chal Amarle, that Rebbe was telling it to him over in a secular language and not in Blush and Akedish. Vamarav Bayabai tells us Dvarim Shachal Motel Laim in Blush and Akedish. Secular matters may be said over in Blush and Akedish in a bathhouse, but Shal if it's holy matters, you're not allowed to even say it over in secular language. The Gemara says, he was trying to prevent him from doing an Isser, so that's why he was allowed to say this halacha in the bathhouse. And you should know, there's a story with the Talmud of Meir, he followed him to the bathhouse in Shabbos, and he wanted to wash the floor for him, so it should be clean. Meir told him, you're not allowed to wash the floor on Shabbos. He wanted to anoint the floor with Fragrant smelling oil. Amrlay ain't sachin. You're not allowed to anoint the floor on Shabbos. Alma, we see a frushimei surashani. Preventing someone from doing an iser is mutter, and that's what Rav Meir was doing. Hachanami, so too, with the story of Rebbe and Rav Yisroch Baradimi, la frushimei surashani, he was simply trying to prevent him from doing an iser, and that's why it was, a, even though he was in a bathhouse, he's allowed to tell him these divrei taira. The Gemara continues, Amravina, Shmami, no, we can also learn nothing from this story of Rebbe and Rav Yitzchak Baravdimi, Hamavashal B'chamitveri B'Shabbos, someone that cooks in Chamitveri on Shabbos, Chayev, he's Chayev for doing so. The Amaisad Rebbe, this whole story of Rebbe and Rav Yitzchak Baravdimi was La'achar Gzerahava, was after the Gzer that one may not bathe in water that was heated by a fire, but one may still bathe in water of Chamitveri. And nonetheless, Amarlei, Rebbe told Rav Yitzchak Baravdimi, you should take the water and place it into Klisheni and only then put the oil into it. So we see that a person would be chayev if he would have cooked in the kli rishon. Gemara says, "Aini, is that so? How could it be?" Vamar Chizr Chizr says, "Hamavashal b'chamitver b'shabbos." One that cooks in chamitver on Shabbos, potter. He's potter. The Gemara answers, "You're right." My chayev nami the kamar. What was the chayev that Ravina was talking about? Makas mardus. A person gets makas for not listening to the chachamim. For mardus literally means rebelling against the chachamim, so he gets certain makas, but not that he would be chayev a carbon. Now that we spoke about bathing on Shabbos, the Gemara says halacha regarding swimming. Amar Abzei. I know the Chazis Lerbavo. I saw Rabavo the Shot Bambati. He was floating in a bath. Vloyadani Akari Loyakar. I don't know if he picked up his feet or not. If he picked up his feet, it'd be considered swimming. If not, it wouldn't be considered swimming. What exactly was Rabzera's question? We know that it's usher for a person to swim in a large body of water because a person might end up building a raft and then there's an isser of building. However, the question is, may one swim in a very small area of water, a very small pool? Is that going to be usher also? And that's what Rabzera's kasha was. He's Rabavo floating and he wasn't so sure, was he actually floating or was he not? The Gemara says, Pshita, for sure, Deloy Akar, that he didn't up, uproot his feet, he didn't pick them off the ground. The Tanya, we have a Braisa. A person may not swim in a pool that's full of water, even if it's in an enclosed courtyard. So, of course, he didn't pick up his feet. The Gemara says, Loy Kasha, that Braisa is not a Kasha. Ha, the less Loy Gidude, Mem Alpha, Mad Alpha on the top. One, meaning that Braisa that asters it, is talking about where it doesn't have an embankment or a rim around it. Therefore, it's very similar to a rim lake or river that doesn't have a rim around it, and that's why it's usher. Huh, but this story where Rabbi Vo was floating in this bathtub to Isla Gidudi that had a rim, therefore it's not similar to a lake or a river, and therefore that's why Rabbi Vo had asked, perhaps it's mutter, and perhaps it's not. That's what his question was. Everyone should have a wonderful, fantastic day.